Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is going to hurt John Strange, who's waiting patiently on the line. The NRLW, Gold Coast, up against the Newcastle Knights, who are aiming for back-to-back premierships. And then the main game, Cam Penrith make it three in a row. The first team since Parramatta in 81, 82, 83, up against the flamboyant Brisbane Broncos, chasing its first premiership since 2006. Let's go live to our first guest, John Strange, the coach of the Sydney Roosters. Good morning, mate. Commiserations for last week, but on the flip side, Jasmine Strange playing for the Newcastle Knights. Yeah, g'day, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, disappointing. Uh, a bit of a strange run, I guess. Um for oh, myself and Amara, yeah, obviously would rather be there as a coach of our side, but um, yeah, but it, yeah, I'm going to be there in support of Jazzy, so um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting day, that's for sure. Can we backtrack to your game last week? I mean, I did hear some comments this morning on SEN Saturdays in the Gong, which is the show I listen to on my way to work, and they spoke about the fact that you guys definitely deserve a double chance. How do you feel about that? Yeah, look, I hope they change that, and that's not just because we we bowed out. Like when we when we actually won the comp in twenty or well, the twenty one season, we we scraped into the semis in fourth, and then we had a you know we, the girls played really well to beat the Broncos, who were minor premiers, and you know, unfortunately for the Broncos, they didn't get a second bite, which I think they should have, and you know, and then and I think this year, yeah, would have been good for us as well, or you know, for the top two. So I I spoke the arrow last year, and um, just about. The semi-finals, if they want to keep four, having like a major minor semi-type setup where one one v two play and the winner of that goes straight into the grand final, gets a week off, and three and four play the losers out, and the winner of that played the loser of the, the major semi. So I I just think that's a better setup, um, you know. And like I said, I've been on both ends. I've scraped in, we scraped in in four spot and managed to beat the minor premiers, which they they should have really been given another crack that year. To be fair to them, so. Um, hopefully that, that happens, but, yeah, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I, I find it interesting, Stranger, you're talking about the structure and the, the idea behind um, the women's game, and, you know, we're always looking to improve what is currently a very good product, I must say. You know, I've really enjoyed watching the NRLW. I'm, I'm really glad of the fact that they have got, um, you know, all the games live on Channel 9 free-to-air, which I think has created a lot of interest uh, and also you know it's given these girls a profile now and um, and justifiably so because there's a lot of talented young women uh, that are playing this game uh, mate just in relation to the structure of the competition and you know we're probably looking next year that the Harvey Norman competition now is going to sit in line with the NRLW so again there's a restructure or a, a, a change in what they've done in the past what are your thoughts on that mate and how does that play out for you as an NRLW coach? Yeah, I've been pretty vocal with um, the NRL and New South Wales Rugby League um, over the last six months around next year's Harvey Norman or state-based comps of the D&D up in Queensland where I believe the best thing for the players is to have uh, the, the Harvey Norman running underneath NRLW. Um, 
because then if you're not in the 18 each week, it's pretty much in line with what the men are doing now. If you're not in the 18, you go and play for your feeder club. So I think that's that's a great step. But um, my thoughts at the time were that we still need to run a, a separate Harvey Norman comp or call it something else. It doesn't matter, even if it's a if it's a, um, a smaller comp, so that the girls are actually playing something at the start of the year. Uh, because if they don't, they're going to go. A lot of these girls are going to go seven months without a game, and then. We're going to throw them into an origin series yep. where they, they're just going to be underdone and then people are going to say, well, the product's dipped. And so I think if we're looking at it from a holistic point of view, that running the Harvey Norman underneath NLW is, is brilliant for the girls. But uh, we need something at the start of the year, you know, even if it's a six or seven round comp and just for the girls to get some footy, keep developing. Uh, and it's a genuine selection as well for, for the state of origin teams. So, you know, if you're looking at Kylie Hilder and Tani Norris, the state coaches, if they haven't got a competition to watch, then they're, they're picking girls for next year's origin based on what they've done right now. And I think that's just too hard for them. So, yep. so hopefully they um, they get together and, and put this sort of mini comp or shortened version comp at the start of the year. And I think it'll be best for the development of all the players. Hey, John, I've got a two-pronged question for you. Firstly, could we backtrack to Wednesday night, the Dally M's? Hugely successful for your club and also Tamika Upton, who wins the women's Dally M. But I also want to pick up on what Matty John spoke about yesterday on our network on SEN in Sydney. And he said the next big advertising campaign for the NRL should be around the NRLW, like a Tina Turner-style campaign, because it's the huge growth area in rugby league. And there'd be, there'd be young girls right around the nation that AFL might not be their game. They might see this, which is the best women's product available, and think we could make our mark in that sport. Oh, look, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's so right there. And uh, and now's the time to do that. Now's the time to jump on the back of, of all the interest. And um, look, there's so many girls playing rugby league now. And, you know, and as we all know, that you know, girls could play up until the age of 12. And then after 12, that was it. They had to go and do something else. But, but all these... Um, different competitions and even the Central Coast Junior Rugby League have now got an under-13s, 15s, 17s girls tackle competition up and running. So there's that many young girls that, that love the game. They don't have to go away from it. Um, and to see something like that promoted um, you know, on TV would just be an outstanding step forward to yeah, keep promoting the growth of the women's game. So I think that's a, yeah, it's a great idea. All right, John, let's break down tomorrow. Newcastle Knights chasing back-to-back premierships and your thoughts firstly on their win against the Brisbane Broncos and then Gold Coast. What a, what a performance by them. And I did hear yesterday on the radio that their goal for the Gold Coast is to win four premierships in the next decade. That means a couple in the NRLW as well as the NRL. So they've got grand plans. Yeah, they have. Um, and it's great for that, that club to actually set those standards. I think for years, you know, people have Players in the NRL have probably gone up there and maybe they're back in the careers or, or getting you know better coin. But um, I think it's great that they've set standards uh, internally that they can achieve. And um, look, we I, I knew coming into that semi-final last week it was going to be a really tough game. Um, I actually said at the start of the season before round one that um, that they were probably the, the if you look on paper the, the players they've got. Uh, we, we've obviously got a good side and. But I felt like they probably had the best side on paper in relation to rep players. Um, that's an origin, origin slash international team. So they were always going to be good. But they played really well uh, in their last game against the Raiders uh, when the Raiders had to win that by 12 points to get into the semi. So they, 
they demolished them. Um, so, yeah, I knew it was going to be a really tough game. Like their pack has been well known as the best pack in the comp. And, um, you know, and they they worked really hard against us. We made some breaks early, but we just couldn't capitalise because of their scramble defence. And, um, yeah, it was certainly got to give them credit for the way they played against us. And, uh, and, and I give them a genuine chance against the Knights. You know, I think it's pretty obvious you mentioned there, Tamika Upton at Valley Ames. But I think if... Um, Whenever you play the Knights, if you can shut down Tamika Upton, you'll go a long way to winning. But, you know, we, we played them up there this year in the round game and we spoke about uh, Tamika in particular during the week. And um, and then she comes out and puts a grubber through and chips and runs around the fullback. And just, I was sitting in the box going, that was a good try. Like, yeah, there's nothing the girls could have done. She's, she's next level. She reminds me of Billy Slater and how she reads the game and, and the things that she can do. So um, I think that's the key. You know, tomorrow, um, if, if the Titans can shut her down, easier said than done. But if they can, I, I think they, they're a really good chance of winning the game. I love that strategy as a coach where you can do all the preparation you want uh, for your team. You can give them as many notes as you want, but it's very hard to stop individual brilliance. Uh, and, yep. you know, I think that Newcastle side have, um, well, obviously Tamika is one of those who stands out, but there's... Um, Quite a few players within that squad, I think, that have uh, some ability and uh, you know to to break open a game to cause the opposition some real pain. Uh, mate, for you it must be a bittersweet, but the fact that you've got your daughter playing on the wing there, um, you're going to go down there and uh, cheer her on, no doubt. Yeah, beautiful. I'll be down there to watch her, um, and it'd be good actually. Uh, obviously, I'd prefer to be there coaching aside. Um, but I know my day's going to be probably a little bit less stressful. But, um, yeah, to go and watch Jazzy, I'm really proud of her. You know, she has worked really hard, as, as all the girls do, but in particular to come back from her ACL injury. And, um, you know, every day she's, she's training hard and working on the things that, that she needs to do, even outside of the night's training. So, yeah, I'm just really proud. I'll be a proud father for sure. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, Mate, it would have been, uh, been, been a little bit well. more stressful. I think it would have been a little bit more oh, stressful if you actually were coaching tomorrow because <laughs> you would have been coaching yeah, against yeah. her. Yeah, absolutely. I did, did find that a, a little bit of a challenge, to be honest, when we played them up there during the year because I like to pull apart every player in the opposition and talk to our players about <laughs> their strengths and weaknesses. So there was a little bit of a challenge for me when I'm talking about my own daughter. But uh, So, yeah, that, that, that's the positive around us not being there is I can just support her and wish her all the best. Yeah, and I heard Jared Croker on the radio yesterday on SEN and he spoke about Ethan Strange in 2024 and what an opportunity he's got now that Jack Whiten's gone to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So, John, congratulations on everything you've achieved. Uh, Commiserations again for falling short at the final hurdle, but we can't wait to see your daughter in action tomorrow on grand final day. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.